feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Breaking news. And if you are just tuning in on the Rita Cosby Show, again, President Trump handily winning the Iowa caucus. He is addressing his supporters. Let's listen in as he continues to claim victory. He's destroying our country. And, you know, my wife attended the funeral two months ago of Rosalind Carter. And it was beautiful. And Jimmy Carter was there. And I thought to myself, Jimmy Carter is happy now because he will go down as being a brilliant president by comparison to Joe Biden. He'll be a brilliant president. It's going to be, he's going to be known as brilliant by comparison. So we have to stop the invasion. We have to bring down our energy. We have to say, you know, we have, I say all the time, we have more liquid gold under our feet than any other nation anywhere in the world. And we have to stop the crime and we have to help rebuild our cities and we have to rebuild the capital, Washington, D.C. I was there on one of the Biden indictment trials. You know, I got it. This is the only person this never happened before. But I go to a lot of courthouses because of Biden, because they're using that for election interference. And it's on things like election. And I don't know if you know, but they did polls tonight on the election of 2020. Do you believe it was honest or not? 82% said, 82% said it was not. And we can't have that, Chairman. We can't have that. You can't have a situation like that. So uh, we're going to straighten out our elections. We're going to do a lot of great things. We're going to try and go to paper ballots as soon as possible. Voter ID. One day, one day elections. You know, we have these elections that last for 62 days. And if you need some more time, take as much time as you want. And so many bad things happen. We have to get rid of mail-in ballots because once you have mail-in ballots, you have crooked elections. Actually, Jimmy Carter's commission said that a long time ago. We're going to rescue our economy. We're going to save our economy. We had the greatest economy in the history of our country. There was never a greater economy. And now we don't. And when you look at what's happened with inflation, inflation is destroying. You know, they call it a country killer. Going back hundreds of years, Germany, countries that had big inflation are dead. They become dead countries. We have to stop that immediately. And we want peace through strength. Russia would have never attacked Ukraine. Would have never done it. Putin and I get along fine. We get along very well. That's a good thing, not a bad thing. The fake news, which I would, if the fake news would become real and honest news, 90% of our problems in this country would be solved. They would be solved. So Russia would have never attacked. Israel would have never been attacked. The Ukraine situation is so horrible. The Israeli situation is so horrible. What's happened? And uh, we're going to get them solved. We're going to get them solved very fast. I actually said Ukraine. I know President Putin very well. I know Zelensky very well. I'm going to get them in. We're going to get it solved very quickly. Should have never happened. Would have never happened. Now you have all that death far greater than people understand. The numbers are far, far greater than anybody would 
even think possible. You're going to find that out in the years to come. When they knock down these massive buildings in Ukraine and then you see uh, they announced two people were slightly wounded. No, no, many people were killed. Many people were killed. We're going to get it stopped. But it's so sad because it should have never started. People killed and a culture destroyed. You can never replace thousand-year-old buildings with the most beautiful golden domes and churches and everything, just all rubble now. And it's so sad. Would have never, ever happened. And likewise, uh, Israel would have never been attacked. It all comes from Iran, and we would have had a deal with Iran very quickly, had the election where we, by the way, got, and I say we because it's all we, we got more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country. But we, they say we lost by a whisker, okay? But regardless, regardless of that, we're going to uh, do incredible things, and we're not going to let China do what they'd like to do. I get along great with him also. President Xi is a very strong leader. And we're going to get things solved. We're going to get the Ukraine war solved. We're going to get the Israeli situation solved. But if you think back to that, Iran was broke. I said to every country, anybody does business with Iran, buys oil from Iran, they were broke. We're not going to let you do business in the United States. And that's the way it is. They did very little business, almost sold no oil. Nobody wanted to do that. That's a big penalty. And what happened is they had no money to give to Hamas and to give to Hezbollah. And in fact, there were a lot of stories at the time. They had no money for terror. And for four years, we had no terror. We had the terror ban. We had the terror ban. They called it the Trump travel ban, but it was really the Trump terror ban. We had no, we don't want people in our country that are going to blow up our shopping centers. Thank you very much. And you have been listening to President Trump talking about security of the country and of the world. Uh, By the way, uh, very gracious comments from President Trump at the beginning, uh, giving a shout out to his competitors, Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley, who are very far behind right now in the second and third slot, uh, at least almost 30 points behind. Uh, 89% of the precincts there in Iowa called. And President Trump also thanking his family, thanking his sons, Don Jr. and also Eric Trump, who are flanking him. And also Doug Burgum, who we've had also on the show, uh, who has talked about uh, supporting now President Trump. Uh, He was one of the first competitors to do so. He is the North Dakota governor and President Trump signaling he might want to bring him into the cabinet, but talking very much about peace through strength. Now the fight, he says, needs to go up against Biden. Uh, Also talking about drill, baby, drill, seal the border, Uh, saying we got to stop crime. We got to have voter ID. We got to save our economy and peace through strength. I love the fact that he called out Iran even just a few minutes here with President Trump, much more clear about protecting America, much more clear about calling out Iran, and much more clear about turning this country around, making it energy independent once again. Uh, Many policies that were a big success for Trump and a big success for America when he was in the White House last time. 
Uh, and we'll see if he calls on the other ones to now get out after what is an enormous, enormous win. What are your thoughts, guys, of where the race goes from here? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to BJ. Uh, BJ Line 5, you just heard Trump with me live. Uh, big victory for him tonight. Amazing. When you think back, Rita, and thank you for having me on, uh, you you think back of all of these legal challenges that have, they've tried to bury him in, and here he is. He hasn't missed a beat. He's been getting stronger since he left office. 51%. <clears throat> there are no losers here. The people have decided that they want him to be the candidate. To come into second place against Donald Trump in a contest like this is very respectable. All of these people... And have something to say, but it's clear that the people are going with Donald Trump and uh, what he's going to need to do, in my opinion, is he's going to have to keep the enthusiasm for the people that uh, decided to support the other candidates. This is a real bellwether, this this Iowa thing. This is no joke. And if you do well here, you do very well uh, historically. I love he has not missed a beat. He uh, and what I love about his campaign during this contest is the fact that he stayed on message on point. He didn't name call. He didn't go, you know, the, I was rigged and it was rot. He went on point. He said, look, we got to get we got to start loving ourselves and loving the country and loving, uh, uh, you know, and work together. We have to. And that's that's why he's going to go back. I mean, um, I'll tell you. Uh, yeah. By the way, BJ, I, I thought he was well very he was them. very gracious, didn't you? I mean, like very like gracious. and 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 if he can stay in this tone and in this lane, it was a very very like elegant Trump uh, tonight, where you heard him saying, you know, uh, thanking his competitors, saying they're smart, capable people. Uh, and should yeah. be proud of what they have done. He's obviously hoping that they're going to drop out sooner than later, um, and we'll see if any of them do after tonight. Um, they may want to consolidate against one candidate. However, if you're DeSantis and Haley, uh, you're still neck and neck. I'm not sure if either one is going to drop out right away. They may stay no. for another contest or two. That's my gut, at least, BJ. What are your yeah. thoughts? Yeah. No, I agree with you that these people are competitors, uh, DeSantis in particular. He's a strong fighter. Uh, he has a proven conservative record in Florida and a good story to tell. Nikki Haley is no joke either. You know, she went against that uh, secretary of energy that Trump picked. Uh, she got knocked around. She she she's a fighter. Vivek is a total outsider. I believe in some way that uh, Trump wanted him in this contest uh to kind of uh, uh combat the other people who Yeah, and he did, and he did, and he did. Yep. And, and and listen, yep. I I can see him in the cap. I can see him and Haley somehow in the sort of uh administration in the cabinet. Um you know, who knows again? Uh she's hoping that maybe something might turn around in New Hampshire. She's doing better in New Hampshire. Uh, but boy, this is a this is a slaughter fest tonight as far as political polls go. This is such an enormous, enormous win. BJ, thank you very much. Let's go to Trisha in Connecticut. Trisha, your thoughts. Hi. Trisha, you're here. Go ahead. Uh, hi, Rita. Go ahead, Trisha. Can you hear me? Go ahead. You got to hurry up. 
Can you hear me now? Yeah, go ahead. You got to hurry up. Okay. Um, I would love to have President Trump. I would also love to have Ron DeSantis. And I think Nikki Haley should be the one to drop out because she's not a woman of conservative principles, as Mark Levin said today. I'm paraphrasing. She's a political climber. She would not even answer the question, can a man become a woman? She would not even answer that question she waddled around and blamed Trump about all sorts of confusion, and she's so unprincipled. I love uh, Vivek, and I hope he will be in a Trump or Ron DeSantis cabinet. Um, I think that Ron DeSantis would do as great a job as Trump, although I'd love to have either one of them. And I think that Trump has such growing support and steady support in good part because Americans are seeing that our our Justice Department, FBI, and everything have been weaponized against the country, against common sense. They're destroying the country, and it's just it's just simply wrong what's been done, and they want fairness back. I think you hit it on the head, Tricia, because that's exactly right. I think people are seeing how many of these court cases are clearly designed uh, to weaponize the justice system against President Trump, 91 counts. Um, I'll, I'll tell you an interesting thing. I was looking at one of the uh, one of the networks tonight. Uh, I think it was MSNBC. And one of the polls was how many people would still support Trump, even if there were multiple convictions or a conviction. And I think it was 63 percent. And they just couldn't believe it. They were like, I mean, again, if you look at some of these things, I'm expecting there probably will be some convictions. He's got 91 counts. I mean, I think they'd like to go after him for a gag order and throw him in jail for a gag order if they could. Uh, They're searching for anything they can. And so but they were like astounded. Like, how could they support him after after a conviction? How could they support him after these charges? Uh, They just can't believe it. And and they live in these sort of, uh, you know, tunnel vision where they just don't see that when you see President Biden talking about the threat to democracy, what's happening to this candidate, I consider a threat to democracy. I mean, I've never seen it in my lifetime where they would go after another candidate so overwhelmingly, so blatantly for things that they never charge other people for and seem to give a pass on the other side for. It, it is shocking. And I think to your point, Tricia, it is backfiring big time. And tonight's message was resounding that the American public, at least the Republican voters in Iowa, clearly want President Trump back at the White House. 1-800-848-9222. We'll continue your calls after the break, everybody. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. 
Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Breaking news. And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, some big political news just coming in. Vivek Ramaswamy has officially suspended his campaign after a fourth place finish, a very distant fourth place finish in the Iowa caucus. That just came in a few moments ago saying, quote, we did not deliver the prize we wanted. On the other side, Ron DeSantis has said that he expects a long battle now, that he has a ticket out of Iowa, and he is now getting what he expects this will be a fight, saying that he is getting wind under his sails, and he expects that he will now continue the battle. Here's a little bit of Vivek Ramaswamy talking just a few moments ago. Not just when it's easy, but when it's hard. Not just to the Democrats, but to our own side. And not just to other campaigns and candidacies, but to ours. And so I will stick to the truth tonight. The first hard truth, and this one's hard for me. I got to admit this. But we've looked at it every which way. And I think it is true that we did not achieve the surprise that we wanted to deliver tonight. And I think that that's just a hard fact that we're going to have to accept as a campaign. And the question then is, what do we do that is right for our country? And so Purva and I, we we actually didn't make this contingency plan before everybody told us to. We said, no, we're not doing that. But we talked about it tonight. We took a little bit of time in our apartment in Des Moines before coming here to make some Hard choices. And I wanted to make a couple of announcements tonight to get the business out of the way. And then I want to tell you where we're going. And you have been listening to Vivek Ramaswamy saying that he is suspending his campaign after what he says is a disappointing fourth place finish. He says it's for the good of the country. Likely, a lot of his followers will probably go to President Trump. We'll, of course, keep you posted a lot more after the break here on the Rita Cosby Show on a huge political news night. Rita Cosby is on. is 
was a big night in politics, but it was also the 75th Primetime Emmy Awards. And this year they honored some giants in television, including some big luminaries that we lost last year. And joining us now to discuss some of the most fascinating people who shaped our country and our TVs for decades is Bob Mails. Bob is a longtime TV producer from L.A. and New York who has made award-winning interviews, also comedy, documentary, and many great news programs. Uh, Bob, you and Stuart Brotman, who's the former CEO and president of the Museum of Television and Radio, now, of course, the Big Paley Center, uh, you wrote a really interesting article about some of these legends that we lost. And I always I always love that moment in the Emmys where they showcase it. It brings back so many memories. But also you learn about some of these people that maybe you never knew the name, but what they accomplished. Tell us about it. Well, it's great to be here, first of all, and thank you for having me. Uh, there, yeah, there are about 250 names of people who passed this this past year since the last Emmys, and we looked uh, at the list and found about 15 who made a real significant impact. So, uh, you know, from the from the names that you would recognize, of course, there's Norman Lear, who you know created tons of sitcoms like All in the Family. Uh, and, you know, one of the things that he did that was incredibly important was he introduced social and political themes to the format of sitcoms. He took on racism, homophobia, feminism and abortion. But he also spent eight million dollars to buy one of the original copies of the Declaration of Independence. And he sent it on tour to all 50 states so the American people could could connect with it. A real patriot. Yeah. Um, I, by the way, I didn't know that. And I love Norman Lear. Very neat, Bob. <laughs> And, and sort of on the same uh, um, uh, topic of freedom of speech, Tom Smothers, you know, he played a dumb brother in a music comedy act. But, uh, you know, when he, he finally hit the big time with the CBS show, uh, his stance against the Vietnam War and jokes about drugs, sex and religion got the CBS censors busy. Uh, Tommy fought back. But eventually he and his brother were fired by CBS. And 30 years later, he said he had been the poster boy for freedom of speech and the First Amendment. And one sort of interesting thing is you'd have to say that their show in the late 60s that pushed the boundaries for comedy and sketches set the stage for Saturday Night Live about a half decade later. Yeah, boy, were they uh, trailblazers and brilliant um, and so many interesting layers like you're just talking about here. Also, um, some other names, um, Jerry Springer, uh, Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman. Jerry Springer's interesting, Bob, and you and I worked at Fox. And Jerry, I've interviewed Jerry through the years on TV and radio. I mean, he was a mayor. He had a lot of these interesting political views well beyond the sort of, you know, wild TV show that he had. Yeah, you know, he had been the mayor of Cincinnati. He had been a TV news anchor. And earlier, he took a leave from law school to work full-time for Robert F. Kennedy's presidential campaign way back in 1968. So he had so many things feeding into him. But he looked at that show like he was a ringmaster, but he knew it was a slow-motion train wreck. Uh, he, he showed that he was skeptical, even embarrassed but was you know, about, by what was happening, but he was willing to play along. Um, that show was a ratings blockbuster, and uh, he knew that seeing the madness he orchestrated every day could actually help his audience cope with greater real-world tensions that they, that they might have had. You know, uh, Paul Rubens, I mentioned Pee Wee Herman, and then you got Pat Robertson, too. They're on the list. Talk about night and day. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, P- Paul Robin uh, Rubens rather was a you know this wonderful comic actor and performance uh, artist. Uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse uh, was uh, inhabited by living inanimate characters like Flory and Cherry and Mister Window, and um, you know he hoped Pee Wee's Playhouse would inspire creativity and open mindedness about nonconformity for children. And Pat Robertson. Uh, you know, at the other end of the spectrum, uh, you know, was very buttoned down. He was a Yale-trained lawyer and a Baptist minister. He created uh, the Christian Broadcast Network, reached a huge religious audience, and really huge, made a lot of money off it. He aligned the Christian Broadcast Network with Republican voters, and he made evangelicals a highly influential group at the ballot box. Um, so he directed some of that money that he made to groundbreaking litigation for the nonprofit American Center for Law and Justice for what he called the viability of freedom and liberty in the United States and around the world. So very interesting, you know, things that we tried to find out about these folks that uh, you'll see them on the screen for five or ten seconds tonight, and we're telling the whole story. And, and by the way, if you want to read our story, our article, it's you'd have to Google search us, Brotman, B-R-O-T-M-A-N, Males, M-A-L-E-S, Medium, M-E-D-I-U-M, because Medium is where the article exists, and there's 15 names on it. Awesome. And uh, also, the person whose last name, right, inspired Gilligan Gilligan's Island boat. I love Gilligan's Island. It was one of my favorite. That's wild. Tell us about that. Well, Newton Minow was uh, the chairman of the Federal Communications Commission appointed by President Kennedy. And shortly after he got uh, appointed to that post, he gave a speech to the National Association of Broadcasters, uh, a bunch of executives, and he admonished them for the vast wasteland that primetime television was. And uh, Sherwood Schwartz, who produced um, Gilligan's Island, took offense to that. And so he named the boat the, U- uh, the SS Minnow after Newton Minnow, although he spelled it a little bit differently. I love that. By the way, Bob Mills, real quick, how do they decide? Do you know this? How do they decide who makes it to the in memoriam on the Emmy Awards? I mean, some of them are obvious because they're such huge names. But some of them, you wonder, okay, well, how did that person make it versus the other? What's the criteria? That's a really interesting question, and I suppose they have a set of criteria, just as Stuart Brotman and I uh, used, which was the people who are most influential in their areas. Uh, You know, when you look at the list of about 250 people, there are lighting people and assistant directors and, uh, and, you know, people who are very, very important in the production and acting world, but there's a pecking order, and I think that's what they must go with. Yeah, and by the way, I'm happy also, as you and I know, we have been in broadcasting, you and I, for a long time. I'm happy that they honor all layers, uh, you know, the faces, but also so many of the folks behind the scenes that bring the magic to television that we all love. Well, I'm so glad you did this story. It is so fascinating, and I learned so much, as I know all of our listeners did tonight here on the Rita Cosby Show. It's so great to have you, Bob, and keep up the terrific work. Thank you. It's great speaking with you, Rita. And again, very fun to talk a little bit of entertainment. Again, everybody, you can check it out and check out that great story. Uh, just go on Google, Brotman, Mails, and Medium. That's the outlet uh, for their great story about these legends that left us all too soon. And speaking of leaving, uh, the big news tonight, of course, coming from the Iowa caucus, Vivek Ramaswamy has now suspended his campaign. He is seeing that he is a far 
distant fourth in the Iowa caucuses. Uh, Right now, with about 95% of the precincts reporting, he has 7.7%. Again, here's the latest. Trump clearly, handily the winner, 51%. Then DeSantis, a distant second, 21.2 as it stands now. Nikki Haley right behind him at 19%. And the projections clearly, obviously, Trump the winner. And DeSantis projected to be number two, coming out just a little bit ago, saying that this race is far from over. President Trump hoping to solidify all of the challengers behind him. But DeSantis saying that this is giving him a wind in his sails now that he has beaten Haley, although it was very, very tight for the number two spot. Nikki Haley also saying that she is optimistic because the next ones are going to be New Hampshire and also South Carolina. New Hampshire, she was doing better in the polls there, uh, number two, pretty decently there in some of the polls. South Carolina, of course, her home state because she was governor there. So she, it looks like, is sticking in it. Also, DeSantis sticking in it. Again, distant second and third, and Ramaswamy, out of the race. And it will be interesting to see where he goes. Trump tonight also suggesting that maybe he could be somehow a part of the Trump administration. He said that about a number of people, but he did bring that up about Vivek. Uh, So it'll be interesting because, of course, he has been a big, very, very vocal Trump supporter. Where do you guys see the race going now from here? Boy, what an interesting night because this is the first night in the GOP nomination process, and the votes have been cast. And resoundingly, voters are saying they want President Trump. Also, some new exit polls are also showing who has been voting for President Trump. Uh, His strength so far, 77% of the MAGA supporters going to Trump. No surprise there. Uh, Those without a college degree, 63%. Rural caucus goers, 60%, white evangelicals, 60%, and under the age of 30, 54%. So he is cleaning up in all of the many key categories tonight. Young people, uh, MAGA supporters, of course, but also there were ones with those with college degrees. And again, the under 30. Uh, That's very interesting that he is doing so, so well because those are categories that in the past, other races he had done, he did not do as well. And you could see even the matchup in different races and different years with President Trump. He is resoundingly doing better than he has done in the past. And it looks like, again, handily winning in all of the different exit polls. That is a very big deal with the issues being the economy and the border issues that very much President Trump can speak to. Your thoughts, everybody, on this big, big news night, 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Alice in Ohio. Alice, your reaction? Oh, we need need good news, and this is excellent. Uh, But something that has been bandied about for quite a while uh, is that at the convention, Biden is going to step down uh, because of health or something like that, and then Michelle Obama is going to come to the rescue. They don't have anyone else. And she'll be the nominee. 
the problem is with that, uh, she uh, Michelle has baggage. She lost her law license. And also she made it clear that she was she didn't enjoy living in the White House. And when they left, she said that she was glad that they were leaving the White House. She oh, she, def- like she definitely has baggage. Although, on the other hand, oh, Alice, yeah. but Alice, let's also be honest. She is very popular within the Democratic Party. Right now, they have no enthusiasm against Biden for Biden. And they're going to have a trouble with voter turnout with him. Um, I don't see how they can run him. I mean, I think they need to replace him. She would certainly galvanize many people in the Democratic base, um, albeit she certainly has baggage. But it might help with some of the enthusiasm gap that clearly Biden has. Uh, and she certainly has more energy than Biden has. That is for sure. Um, well, but but I, I agree with you. I don't count out uh, that somebody else other than Biden will be on the other side of the ticket, especially if you look at some of the numbers now. Um, many of the polls have Trump beating Biden uh, by a decent amount. Of course, uh, it's still early on, but I can see them trying to pull out somebody else other than Biden, whether it's a Michelle Obama or a Gavin Newsom or someone like that, someone with a little energy, someone with a pulse, uh, because, boy, Biden is going down fast. I mean, he is just can't even answer a question. Uh, and also his policies, I just think, are all over the place. Alice, thank you so very much. And now let's go to our Support Our Heroes segment. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And everybody, this is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Support Our Heroes segment with a beautiful story. And I love doing this every night. This one coming from Montgomery County, Maryland, where longevity, family, friends, and love are all the themes that get us uplifted when it comes to celebrating, especially a milestone birthday. And that's what Cliff Bell of Maryland got. He may not be a nationally recognized name, but to his family and to his friends, as well as his community, he certainly is a superstar. Recently, his family had a gala in Montgomery County to celebrate veteran Cliff Bell's 90th birthday. The Marine Corps veteran worked at the Pentagon. He was also later in another layer of government administration. And he also then became a very successful entrepreneur who also gave back to the community coaching kids. But he always said his most proud moments were being a part of the Marines. How beautiful to see this great member now 90 years young, celebrated and honored. And I hope that all of our veterans feel like superstars. I love being able to share this. And everybody, help America to never forget. Donate $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Simply go to t2t.org. That's t2t.org. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. Cosby Show. And 
again. Big news tonight coming out of Iowa. The Iowa caucus is wrapping up. Almost all of the votes have been tallied, and President Trump has close to a 30-point lead. If he had won by 13 points or more, that would have been the biggest win for a Republican who is not the incumbent running. So, boy, this is exceeding even expectations and even some of the polls. And, in fact, it's pretty close to the Des Moines Register poll that came out the other day. But it's even better for President Trump than those numbers. Vivek Ramaswamy dropping out of the race, uh, saying he does not see a path forward to become president. He was a distant fourth. Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley very close in second and third. Uh, DeSantis with now 21.2, Nikki Haley 19 point something, but that is like neck and neck. And both of them saying that they are going to keep fighting, that they are not dropping out and they will continue their fight. I expected that because they'll go to New Hampshire next week. Then you've got South Carolina right after that. And, of course, Nikki Haley hoping to win or at least put a big dent in both of those states. She's doing well in the polls in New Hampshire. South Carolina uh, is her home state. We'll see where the race goes from here. But, boy, what an exciting political night. Let's go to Jacqueline, line three. Uh, Jacqueline, your reaction, first of all, uh, we carried President Trump's speech live. Uh, It was really, I thought, very presidential, very gracious. Um, and he sure sounds like he's got his eyes on President Biden now, but he still has to get uh, Nikki Haley and DeSantis out of the way first. Well, uh, first of all, I'd like to congratulate President Trump. Uh, Donald John Trump, he is uh, not only was a president, but he is a president. And his speech, as you said, Rita, was very presidential. Anyone who can't and or won't admit that, has an empty cranium where their brain should be, in my opinion. Um, There is such a big difference between him and the current occupant of the White House. And I see this as the first step in President Trump taking back his rightful place in the White House. Uh, And as far as Vivek is concerned, he just has to sit back and patiently wait for President Trump to call him, inviting him to join his new administration, which is something that Haley and DeSantis will never get. Um, and, and finally, Rita, I want to thank the good Lord that the people of Iowa have finally seen a great light, and they did the right thing, and they chose the best candidate to save this country. Now, where do you see the race going? Because uh, DeSantis and Nikki Haley are saying they're staying in. DeSantis feels, Jacqueline, that he got a little bit of a wind in his sails because he beat Nikki Haley, and he feels like that's giving him some momentum in the race. Nikki Haley saying, well, New Hampshire's next, and she's doing pretty well in New Hampshire. Uh, Still not ahead of Trump. But some polls show her, you know, closing in for sure. Where where do you see the timing of the rest real quick going? You know, the writing is really on the wall. I think they're both treading water at this point. They 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 both know deep in their heart, neither one of them is going to be the GOP candidate. So I think they're milking this for all it's worth. I think they also know neither of them are going to be offered a position in President Donald Trump's uh, new administration. 
Um, so they're, they're probably trying to figure out, you know, like what happened with Chris Christie. Are they going to go uh, figure out what they're going to do with the rest of their careers? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where they go. Uh, barring any surprises, uh, it looks like President Trump is on the path to be the GOP nominee, as expected. Wow, what a big win. Uh, I thought a terrific speech by the former president and the man who very well may be the next president, too. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.